Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Duty after a very long day, no less. Ryan Baker, how you doing, my friend? I'm doing well. Let's just do it all here, Dave. This is a great day. Like, I wish all of these shows, like we did the Buckeye show with Austin and I, I wish we would have had three hours instead of just one. I wish this show tonight was three hours as well because there's so much we can talk about. Let's get into it. I mean, I've covered a lot of Ohio State signing days over the years. This one might take the cake just because of all the drama. It looked like Ohio State was going to lose Edric Houston. And the one thing, very good class, but kind of lacking the beef. It's like the old Wendy's commercial, where's the beef? So you're thinking, oh, now they're going to lose the best lineman in this class, Edric Houston, and only have one defensive lineman. And they're going to lose Jeremiah Smith, it looked like, early today. Then news broke. Jeremiah Smith was going to be a Buckeye. Edric Houston was a Buckeye. We saw Ryan Day react in real time to both of those things. And now here we sit, 8.03 p.m. on Wednesday, and Jeremiah Smith is still not faxed in his letter of intent. Twitter's you know, going crazy. <laughs> the only thing, at least Ohio State message boards are, are taking it well. Kidding. Uh, but the only thing we still use a fax machine for, by the way. I, I don't know. People are going to wonder, like, where is Jeremiah Smith? Like. I I don't know. I wish I could tell you. I don't think he knows. It sounds like it's turned into a bidding war, and I don't know who's going to win that bidding war, but I will say this. If you're a wide receiver and you go to Miami over Ohio State, you're not serious about winning, and you're not serious about developing yourself. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of crazy. Like, would this even be a question if money wasn't on the table, you know? But it sounds like there's a lot of money on the table here, and it's going back and forth, and I've heard... That the coaches, Ohio State coaches, Brian Hartline and Ryan Day, have had dialogue with him all day. So it doesn't seem like they're worried about this, but we still somehow have lost this in translation. It's Check crazy. your spam folder. Yeah, I, I mean, we've seen coaches kind of like know things were happening, but to see Ryan Day react in real time, for those who know what I'm talking about, we had the Ryan Day press conference today a little afternoon, and, you know, right around, I don't know, about 1230-ish, Jeremiah Smith had his press conference and announced he was sticking with Ohio State, and Ryan got word from somebody, and he all of a sudden made this like funny look pretended like he was buckling at the knees. I don't know if he was actually pretending. No, he was. It was hilarious. And then same thing with Edric Houston, although he left the room for that to take a call. Gene Smith is like, you need to take this call. Gene was at the press conference today. So Ryan leaves the room for about 10 minutes or 15 minutes, maybe comes back. Ryan, he was literally skipping back in the room. And I said to him, good news. He kind of like looked like, you know, can't really say anything. But like, so, man, it's been it's it's been absolutely insane and it's still not over it's still not over but i i, I will say this um not that you want to pick between the two but you know if, and i know jeremiah smith is the number one player in the country according to the rankings i would rather have if i had to pick between one of the two i'd rather have edrick houston than jeremiah smith just because linemen are so important i'm never going to lose sleep over an ohio state ohio state losing a wide receiver with Brian Hartline and Ryan Day here. You know what's funny is that seems to be the consensus around here today. Like, you're the fourth person now that has been like, listen, this wide receiver room's okay regardless. You lost out on Justin Scott and Carlin Jones, and you don't have uh, the caliber of Mylon Graham. 
and a Damarian Witten that could be in this wide receiver room as well. You don't have the caliber of those players is on the defensive line in this class. So Edric Houston, I think, was way more important to this class than Jeremiah Smith. The only thing we're missing, Ryan, we haven't we're not able to like bet on, you know, is Jeremiah Smith gonna be Let's see if the odds are out there. like I was looking, I was like, come on, this is like the last frontier. Like everything's like legal now, except we can't bet on like where recruits are going. And we're gonna have sound from Ryan Day's press conference in just a moment. Ryan's gonna pull up the first clip that we're gonna play. And I tell you what, guys, I mean, regardless, I mean, Ohio State's sitting there with the number three class in the country. People are freaking out about Jeremiah Smith, you know, regardless. I, like I mean Really, if you're a Buckeye fan, let me ask yourself, are you really worried about wide receiver recruiting if they don't get Jeremiah Smith? I mean, last time I checked, they got Brandon. Um, they've got um, they've got Tate coming back. They've got Ennis coming back. Carnell Tate, Brandon Ennis. Um, no, I like Bryson no, Rogers. I like both of the Rogers. I know I call them the Rogers brothers. They spell it differently. They're not brothers. But yeah, exactly. Noah and they're going to be fine. They're going to be fine. All right, you got the first clip pulled it, up. Is a Mecca coming back too? I with think, all of that, know, so. I think he is, and I won't be surprised. If he goes pro, now entering the year, Ryan, I thought it was like 100% he was going to go pro. He was projected as a first-round pick. The fact that he's playing in the bowl game leads me to believe there's a good chance he'll come back. I'm not like even 90% chance on that, but I'm I'm like 70-30 Mecca's going to come back. Maybe that's crazy. So this here is just Ryan Day talking on the overall signing of the class. Now remember when he said this earlier today, Edric Houston was not a Buckeye and Jeremiah Smith had not said that he was going to be a Buckeye either, but this is just his thoughts on the overall class. You know, really good class already assigned and, uh, you know, waiting on a few more things that uh, may go, you know, a little bit later into the day. Um, but right now we have 18 guys signed, um, really good class, seven Ohioans. And this is a group that, um, you know, a bunch of these guys jumped in early on. And, um, you know, they give us, um, you know, a great, um, you know, support to our already, um, you know, strong team. This is crazy. Uh, we, I mean, we still don't know exactly what's going to happen with Jeremiah Smith. As I said, I keep refreshing the page. Bill Curlick, who's as close to this as anybody, is still like, listen, this is the way it is this day and age. People are like, Bill, what's the update? He's like, I don't have like an update for you at this point. Like, nobody knows. Jeremiah Smith doesn't know. I don't know. But again, you know, and I've heard people say this as well. I mean, Florida, Ryan, as you know, has been very good to Ohio State over the years. Very good. A lot of great players coming out of Florida that have come to Ohio State. Recently, not so much. Okay. Recently, not so much. And now if Jeremiah Smith flips, I've heard people say, stop recruiting the state of Florida. You can't stop recruiting the state of Florida, but it's not what it used to be for Ohio State. It's, it's just simply not. They've, they've actually landed like a lot of like highly ranked running backs from the state of Florida, guys like Jamal Berry, on and on, Sneed. Um, but the only one that really made it was Carlos Hyde, um, and that was a while ago. And you know, I've heard a lot of people on Bucknuts and just Ohio State fans in general say, oh, we should be done recruiting the state of Florida. I won't go that far, but it's an interesting topic. Where do you come down on that? I, you can't cut off your nose despite your face, right. can you? I mean, you still there's still good players down there. You've still got to explore all those options. It's funny, Dave, because this Jeremiah Smith thing and how different this recruiting process has been. You talk about Florida. Miami seems to have endless amounts of resources. We've already seen them hit Ohio State twice in this recruiting cycle. Maybe a third time. It might be harder and harder to get players out of the state of Florida if Miami's going to keep throwing wads of green at them. And 
the Gators, Florida's not doing well, but Florida State is. You know, Florida State, you know, they're not in the playoff. I don't know if you heard about that, but uh, they did go 13-0. So that makes it tougher. Miami's got, you know, tons of funds. They're not winning on the field. You think eventually that's going to catch up to them, but uh, we'll find out. Uh, maybe this hour we will find out what's happening with Jeremiah Smith. Up next, we're going to talk more Ohio State football, recruiting. You're going to hear more from Ryan Day. That is up next on The Money. More of Hollywood Casinos on the money. On the money. Presented by Ohio for Responsible Gambling. Coming up on ONN Nation. Now back to Hollywood Casinos on the money. On the money. Presented by Ohio for Responsible Gambling. From ONN. (laughs) Ryan Baker, I thought maybe uh, Ryan Day had... The longest day in Columbus today. You you might have you might be able to challenge him a little bit. You've had a long day yourself. Nah, this is all in good fun here. He's actually stressing about stuff. I'm just stressing because I'm being a weenie. So nah, that's not. You've had <laughs> you've had a long day and a productive one. I'm glad you're uh, riding with me. For those that are just tuning in, Scotty Vegas on assignment. It's Dave Biddle and Ryan Baker. Ryan Baker pulling double duty as the producer and the co-host tonight. And we're gonna hear from Coach Day a little bit more about recruiting. Um, Ryan, let's get to the next cut. Okay, we you know we've talked about it here too with this Jeremiah Smith stuff and the way the money uh, is involved. This was Coach Day just talking about the process involved in recruiting now and how much it's changed. You know the way things are now with recruiting. There's just a lot of twists and turns along the way. You know, I just think about when um, you know even five, six, seven, eight years ago, ten years ago, you know somebody would you know would commit, you know, and, and the timing was was their own, but then. And that was kind of it. You moved on. You know, now there's, there's twists and turns along the way for a lot of different reasons. And so, you know, you just have to work through those and, and figure out, you know, who's the right guys for you at the time. And then, you know, fill your 85. And, and that's what it is. But, um, you know, there's, there's a lot of twists and turns along the way. And, and now you have, you know, you have the high school class and you have the portal and you have different parts to, to make sure your roster's right. Yeah, I can't imagine. Now, I also can't imagine making $9 million a year. So I get that. Everybody's like, you can't feel sorry for Ryan Day. He's making $9 million a year. Do you see the look on his face today, though? My gosh, that looked like a man hadn't slept in a while. And I get it. It goes with the territory. Again, I understand that. But you know, I've, heard, I've had people ask me a lot, Ryan, hey, do you think that Coach Day's going to get so sick of this that he goes to the NFL? And I, you, I've been saying, no, he, he's, he's, he loves it here in Columbus. Could you, you know? blame him, though? But now, you know, now you see him today, you're like, ah, you know, if the Patriots threw a ton of money at him, would he really turn it down? I don't think that's going to happen. And I know for a fact him and his family love living here in Columbus. I've heard there's no way he's going to leave until at least until after RJ is done. And RJ just finished, is a freshman in high school at yeah, the sales. Starting just quarterback. finished his freshman season. Yes, he's, yeah, he's still a freshman in high school. So that gives you at least three more years. Could things change? Yes. And there's so much more on coaches' plates right now. And Ryan, there's also a big debate like what's going to happen with Larry Johnson? I think getting Edric Houston <laughs> was very good, but that's just something that's never going away. And, and Coach Day was asked about that a couple different times today about like, you know, you say, you know, Larry's coming back, and um, but how do you deal with, you know, some of the negative recruiting? He, he touched on that a few times. I know we have a clip that you want to play. Yeah. And uh, there's been a lot of smoke about Larry for the past couple years if he was going to retire or whatnot. Here was Coach Day's answer. Uh, you know, it's funny. Guys have brought that up over the years in recruiting, but, but he's, he's young. He's, you know, in terms of his approach every day, he's got a lot of energy, you know, and he wants to continue to coach. And, um, you know, the guys in the room love him. And, and so, yeah, no, he's, um, he's still got a lot of energy when it comes to coaching and he still has a passion for coaching. And, um, you know, his, 
um, wisdom, his experience is the best in the country. And our guys know that. And, and they certainly people recognize that in recruiting. I love how he said he's young, you know, basically in spirit. You know? But seriously, I mean, you know, and, and Larry has made this point. It's like everybody was always asking me when I'm going to retire. No one asked Nick Saban that we're the same age. It's like I think people have asked Nick Saban that he just then puts the fear of God in them for asking. No, but he does make a good point, Larry. And we didn't meet with Larry today. This is months ago. And Larry was kind of joking, but kind of serious. Like, I'm always asked about when am I going to retire? Am I on the verge of retirement? And he said, nobody asked Nick Saban about that. I just find that funny. It's a real thing, though, Ryan. Um, you know, we had heard last season was probably going to be Larry's last year. Something changed. I don't know if Larry changed his mind or he was talked about. I, I don't know what happened. And then I was thinking this year probably will be his last year. Ryan Day was asked point blank after talking about all that. Then it was just asked, will Larry Johnson return as defensive line coach next year? Coach Day's answer was succinct. Yes. What do you make of all that? I think maybe some of it is people trying to flip recruits. You know, you see that a lot of times when a person goes to the NFL draft, you start hearing negative things about them probably because one team wants them to drop to them, you know. And it's funny seeing some of the vitriol online today in the past couple of days towards Larry Johnson when Justin Scott flipped and left, when Carlin Jones, who everybody thought when he decommitted from Nebraska was going to be a Buckeye, goes to USC, and then, oh my gosh, we're losing Edric Houston to Alabama. That was everybody was certain this morning. Edric Houston was going to Alabama. Um, so it was a good get for Larry Johnson there. But I think it's kind of too the past couple of years – our, the Ohio State defensive ends have not lived up to what Chase Young and the Bosa brothers were. And people were like, what's going on here? These guys can't get to the quarterback anymore. They're not getting any sacks. They come in with these high rankings. They should be getting 20 sacks a year. And we just haven't seen that. So I think people just assume well, Larry Johnson's losing it. He can't do it anymore. Maybe he doesn't want to do it anymore. Larry Johnson's fine. He's always been fine, and he'll be here as long as he wants to, I think. My boy Steve Wiltfong just threw gas on the fire this morning, and Wiltfong's really good at what he does. 24-7 Sports National Recruiting Analyst. He put in a crystal ball for Edric Houston to flip from Ohio State to Alabama. That's what started the fire. It was always burning. But, I mean, everybody this morning, if you paid attention to Twitter and blogs and stuff, everybody had Edric Houston going to Alabama. It was 99.9% sure. That's because of Wilt Fong at like 8. I was preparing for my podcast this morning, and I'm like, okay, I got word that Edric Houston and Jeremiah Smith are probably going to stick with Ohio State. I can just say it was from Bill Curley telling me that. And then I'm preparing for the podcast, and it's like Steve Wilt Fong is now uh, predicting that. And for him to put his name on it, and he's they even have the percentages up there. I mean, he's well over 90% with his predictions. I'm thinking, geez, that's not 100%, but that's pretty close to 100% when Wilt Fong says he's going to Alabama. And um, then everybody jumped on it, and uh, things changed. I'm sure Steve got very good word from a source that that's what's going to happen, and then Edric then changed his mind again. I'm sure that's what happened. All right, up next, we're going to switch gears. We're going to talk some Cleveland Browns football. They will be playing the Houston Texans. We're going to talk Browns. We're going to talk betting advice. That's coming up next on The Money. This is Hollywood Casinos on the money. On the money. Presented by Ohio for Responsible Gambling. From ONN. Hey folks, it's game day and the betting's gonna be intense, Drew. You said it, Dave. But a good pregame routine keeps betting responsible. That's right, you gotta pause before you play. Good call. Sports betting is hot, but it can be risky. And pausing to set limits is an all-star move. 
That's right, Dave. If you bet on sports, pause before you play to set limits, recognize the risk, and know when to stop. Learn more at pausebeforeyouplay.org. Hey, friends, Common Man and T-Bone here for the Sportsbook at Hollywood Casino Columbus. Yes, but we also want you to know about the Pen Play Rewards app. It's free to download and set up. Set up the Pen Wallet feature to get pen cash for slots, tables, or dining during your next visit. Yep, you could even receive over $1,000 in rewards. And, of course, you can still bet all your favorite games at the Sportsbook at Hollywood Casino Columbus. So do that, too, losers. Must be 21 or older. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-589-9966. <laughs> I don't know what I want to do. I'm just not sure that college is right for me. Have you considered a career in dental assisting? I love my job as a dental assistant. I have flexible work hours, the money is good, and I get to work in a professional, people-oriented dental office. What I really love about my job is knowing that I give people a healthy smile. For more information about becoming a dental assistant, contact your high school guidance counselor. Or if you are no longer in school, talk to a dentist in your community or visit ODA.org. This message is brought to you by the members of the Ohio Dental Association. And now, Public Education Matters with Ohio Education Association President Scott DeMauro. No matter where they're from, what they look like, how much money their families make, or who they or their parents love, every student in Ohio deserves a world-class education that prepares them for the future. We must stand together and stand up for an honest education that empowers students to be strong leaders we need for tomorrow. Public Education Matters, brought to you by the Ohio Education Association. Do you have foot pain? Foot pain is not normal regardless of your age or job. Podiatric physicians are the most qualified doctors to care for your feet and can provide important foot care solutions or shoe inserts to better manage foot pain. Ohio Foot and Ankle Medical Association podiatric physicians are located throughout the state and are dedicated to providing the highest quality foot and ankle care. We've been serving the profession and the public for over 100 years. To find a member of the Ohio Foot and Ankle Medical Association near you, visit associationsadvanceohio.com. The ONN Daily Podcast. Get a recap of all the day's news from across the state. Our one affiliate WBNS-TV in Columbus has more. Haley Kirby reporting in downtown Toledo. From the State House. Kevin Landers. ONN Canton. ONN affiliate WKYC-TV in Cleveland explains. In Marietta, Brett Wharf, ONN News. Emma Henderson in Genoa. The ONN Daily Podcast. Listen at onnradio.com or wherever you download your favorite podcasts. From, from the, the Ohio, Ohio News Network. Fan, Ohio sports destination. You're listening to Hollywood Casinos on the money. On the money. Presented by Ohio for responsible gambling. On ONN. Welcome back to On the Money. We will keep you guys posted on what's going on with Ohio State recruiting. Bids, I got to tell you, I hate Twitter, but I'm glued to it right now with this Jeremiah Smith stuff. I, I like Twitter. Can we still call it Twitter? Yeah, that's, that's what I. It's still twitter.com. Still Twitter to me. X. Jeez. I tell you what, man. I mean, if he does flip, I hope he does it during the show so we can get reactions. No, but we're going to we're going to switch gears here. We'll let you guys know what's going to happen with Jeremiah Smith if any news breaks. Speaking of Twitter, there's some smoke on Twitter that um, he is going to flip to Miami. I have no idea if that's true, but uh, we'll keep you guys posted on that. Let's switch some gears and talk some 
Cleveland Browns. I was looking forward to seeing the Browns against C.J. Stroud. That's not going to happen. Brown, I talked Browns to fans CJ. are probably like perfectly fine with that. Oh, you talked to him? I talked to him, and I told him, <laughs> worry about your health, bud. Take another week. You need another week. You're don't young. rush. Don't rush back from this. There's no sense. You've got a long career ahead of you. I think that's good advice. That's good <laughs> advice for young C. He's a young guy. He's probably got rookie of the year wrapped up. Why are you going to go out there and put yourself in harm's way? Against a good defense and a great defense, Yeah, no I mean, less, there's no right? sense. Let Case Keenum beat us. There you go. No, 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 no. Former Browns great. Yes, sir. So Texans uh, Texans are hosting the game. Browns are favored by two and a half. Over under is 40 and a half. Like Mr. Ryan Baker said, Case Keenum at the controls for the Texans. Uh, Browns are just, man, this, this Joe Flacco thing's working out pretty well. I was thinking, oh, wow, the Bears are going to beat them? No, they're not because Flacco brought them back. Defense travels, no C.J. Stroud. Now you got a little bit more film on Case Keenum like you really needed it because he's he's been around for a while. I like the Browns winning and covering. Yes, if CJ's not playing, I think I like that as well, too. You just never know with this Browns team. They always make it interesting somehow. Who would have guessed last week, by the way, Bids, in December, a rainy, sloppy day in Cleveland, that there would be a combined 85 passes? In an NFL football game, but that's just the world we live in now. Joe Flacco somehow able to flip the switch in the fourth quarter and get the win. This is a great story. I know Flacco played last year with the Jets, but this is almost like comeback player of the year type stuff to me. It totally is. Yeah, he played for the Jets, but like this is, especially if he finishes it off, you know, it's like if they, you know, make the playoffs, which I'm, I think they will, um, in fact, they, I mean, the percentages are pretty high. I haven't seen the latest percent. I would imagine it's but about 80%. Look at the schedule. Than that. Yeah, You've it, got the Texans without CJ, the Jets, and then the Bengals it could Burrow. be a win-at-all-cost <laughs> game between the Bengals and the Browns, or maybe the Bengals will be out of it by then. I hope they're not, because I think that game will be fun, and you and I can get together, and we can hate each other for a couple <laughs> hours. But... um yeah, I mean, and the Browns have a cushion here, too. That's the nice thing. They can clinch going into that Bengals game. If they win the next two weeks, they've, they, they will clinch at not at 11 and 5. There's, there's no a, doubt. There's a couple crazy scenarios that they can clinch this, this week. week. That's that's interesting. That's interesting. So that's going to be a good one. Um, but I do think the Browns are going to win and cover. I mean, that defense. You know, and how much do you put on coaching? You know, I just think, I mean, obviously they've beefed up their personnel. I get that. But. Jim Schwartz has done a great job, in my opinion, looking so from the good. outside. Okay. So good. And you know what else? Uh, this week, you have to give Kevin Stefanski some credit. And I hate that because I'm not a Stefanski guy. But It's like you talking nice about David Bell. Yes, I can't wait for this. Somehow they're doing this. And, he, and you know who else deserves a lot of credit? And he's gotten credit over his career. Bill Callahan deserves a ton of credit, the Browns' offensive line coach. They're rolling out there with their third-string right tackle, their second-string left tackle, who wasn't even on the team to start the year. I think they got him from Washington or San Francisco. One of the two, I can't remember. At one time last week, you were playing that game with only one lineman that started the year as a starting offensive lineman for your team, and they're still getting it done. Now, they had trouble running the ball last week, but they are still finding a way with some duct tape and some popsicle sticks and bubble gum to get this done. 
I'm impressed. You're right. It is a very good coach. I, I mentioned Schwartz. It is a good coaching job by Stefanski. One thing about him, looking at it from the outside, when you're close to a team, you're going to analyze everything, overanalyze it, like I do with Zach Taylor. People probably think I'm crazy for being critical of Zach Taylor, but I, I think I call a spade a spade. He's very good as far as you know building a culture, and you know I think he's overall a good leader. I just... X's and O's leave a lot to be desired. When I look at, but overall, I'm okay with Zach Taylor. When I look at Kevin Stefanski from the outside, I see a guy that, what, one thing I like is he keeps things calm. He keeps things calm. He's not one, he's not losing his crap over there. And I think that's important as a football coach. You're absolutely right. It doesn't matter if they're up 40 or if they're down 40. You get the same Kevin Stefanski no matter what. I dislike the, I drew this play up. It should work no matter who's in there at all times, yada, yada. I think analytics are important in sports, but I don't think they're the only thing. I think you've got to have a gut feel sometimes. And, hey, this is working. Let's keep doing this. Or we've got to change. So there's just got to be a certain feel that you have. So I don't like how you know computer he, computery he is with the things he does. But somehow he's got this team with the third best record in the AFC right now with maybe the most injuries, the most devastating injuries of any team, he's got to get some credit. On his fourth quarterback, no less. And as you mentioned, offensive line depleted. He's doing a great job. All right. Up next is this or that. That's coming up next on The Money. More of Hollywood Casinos on The Money. On The Money. Presented by Ohio for Responsible Gambling. Coming up on ONN. Now back to Hollywood Casinos on the money. On the money. Presented by Ohio for Responsible Gambling. From ONN. Welcome back to On the Money. Dave Biddle, Ryan Baker with you tonight. Scotty Vegas is on assignment. Or he's chilling somewhere on a much deserved vacation with his family. I'm sure he's listening to On the Money regardless. You know he's listening to this segment. He's going to probably text in his own versions of this or that. Ryan, it is time for this or that. Hit it. Alright, let's get after it, RB. We already did this, but for those that are just tuning in, or even if you've listened to the whole show, are you getting with as a more important recruit for Ohio State? If you could have one or the other, are you getting with Jeremiah Smith? Or are you getting with Edric Houston? I'm getting with Edric Houston. I, I, I forgot. I came up with the idea for this segment. I completely forgot how, how you're like, <laughs> you, you know, you need to like talk right now. I'm, I'm like, oh, I'm the one oh, pressing yeah. the button, so you're I like, have to go last. You're like, you need to talk. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, yeah, that's what I do here. I talk. I'm going with Edric Houston. Um, and Jeremiah Smith has earned his ranking. I can watch his film. He's playing against top competition. He's the number one receiver in the country. I get it. I'm not saying he's overrated, but Ohio State would have only had one defensive lineman in the class if they didn't get Edric Houston. The problem for Ohio State has not been wide receiver recruiting, my friends. It's been up front the last few years on both lines. Getting Edric Houston was paramount. So despite the fact Jeremiah Smith is not only the number one wide receiver in the country, he is ranked as the number one overall player in the country. So it gives me a little bit of pause, but I'm going to take Edric Houston, who, by the way, is ranked pretty high himself, number 34 overall player in the country, number four defensive lineman in the country. Give me Edric Houston. Yeah, Bids, I think it's Edric Houston for a lot of the reasons you just uh, laid out. Brian Hartline, I think as long as he's the wide receivers coach, you're never going to have a shortage of receivers, especially next year. We don't know. Maybe Emeka Buka's coming back, but even if he isn't, you still have Carnell Tate, Brandon Ennis, 
Noah Rogers, Bryson Rogers, who were all freshmen last year. And we forget about Jaden Ballard a lot. Jaden Ballard's true. a kid that has some wheels and could absolutely fly, could be a guy that could take the top off of a defense. Plus, Mylon Graham is rated pretty high in this class as a wide receiver yeah, as well. He's the second rated, highest rated yes. recruit that Ohio State is this in this class. And if you've listened to the fan at all this week, you know I love absolutely love Damarian Witten, who's a tight end prospect, supposedly from Glenville. But as a wide receiver, he was just the MVP of the U.S. Army Bowl on the losing team. His team got beat by almost 30, and he was still the MVP of the game. Four catches, 96 yards, three touchdowns. I'm telling you, this kid is special, and I think he's going to be a wide receiver at Ohio State. So definitely, Edric Houston is the more important recruit. All right, so it's recruiting. We got to go with recruiting here. Ohio State got two pretty highly rated cornerbacks from the state of Ohio this year in Aaron Scott from Springfield and Bryce West from Glenville. So which one are you getting with? I'm going with Aaron Scott. It's really close, though. He's got much better length. Um, He played against better competition. For Springfield to get to the Division One State Championship game three straight years is insane to me. Like a great job by those guys. I know they came up short each time, but just getting there, crazy. They were five and five, and they got to the state championship game this year by winning then five straight games in the playoffs. Um, I'm getting with Scott, but I have a feeling where you're going, and it's really close. What do you got? So I've already gotten hate on Twitter for this Uh-oh. today. I've seen Aaron Scott play three times now. Really paid attention to him the last two times I've seen him play. Unfortunately, I only saw Bryce West play once, and that was last season because he didn't play in Glenville State Championship game this year because of a shoulder injury. It kept him out. Aaron Scott is a freak of an athlete. There's no doubt about that. Played a Wildcat quarterback a lot this year for that Springfield team and helped get them to where they go. But he didn't really stand out to me at all anytime I watched him as a cornerback. Maybe I was just missing things. I don't know. But I remember Bryce West from that game last year. Not as much as I remember Demarion Witten, but I remember Bryce West. I just have a feeling Bryce West is going to be the better corner here at Ohio State. So I'm going that way. They've had some pretty good players out of Glenville over the years, have they not? Marshawn um, Lattimore, yeah, pretty good cornerback that comes to mind. Teddy Ginn could have been a corner if he wanted to. Mm-hmm. Decided, ah, how about I play in the NFL for 15 years as a wide receiver and then return man. Dante Whitner, pretty good safety. Yeah. On and on and on and on. It's good to see them tapping back into that it's, pipeline. That Glenville pipeline went dry for a while. It's good to see it back now. Yeah, Arville Reese last year, I think he's going to be, you know, people don't talk about him much. He, he's but, a good uh, player, too. You know, we were going to only do one segment of this or that. We're going to call an audible at the line of scrimmage. We're going to do more of this or that up next on the money. This is Hollywood Casinos on the money on the money presented by Ohio for responsible gambling from ONN nation. You're listening to Hollywood Casinos on the money on the money presented by Ohio for responsible gambling on ONN. Welcome back to On the Money. Dave Biddle, Ryan Baker with you tonight. Scotty Vegas on assignment. All right. More of this or that. All right, Ryan. It's been a crazy signing day. Now, should this even be signing day? Okay. Are you getting with 
the first signing day, the first signing period should be right before the season starts, like late July, early August. Exactly what they do in college basketball. They have the first signing period before the season begins. Are you getting with have the first signing period in like late July, early August? Are you getting with keep it like it is? And then I remember I have to answer the question first because Scotty's not here. I am obviously getting with change it. I've been saying this for years. It has nothing to do with today. I've been saying this for a long time. I don't understand. Even when... There wasn't an early signing period in December. I was saying when it was just in February, I was like, why don't you do it like basketball? Do it in late July or early August. And I feel like 10 times stronger about that now than I did then. So I'm definitely getting what they need to have the first signing period in late July, early August. Having it in December is just complete nonsense. Yeah, this is not a good time. This is, I just, there's got to be a better way with everything. And does it really even matter because these guys are allowed to go wherever they want, whenever they want now anyway. So there's just too much going on right now with bowl prep and transfer portal. And so, yeah, this is a bad time. Let's go to July or anywhere else other than right now. All right. We've had a lot of Jeremiah Smith talk. He said he's going to be a Buckeye, and until he says otherwise or signs otherwise, he's part of this class, and I'm saying he's coming here. Wide receiver-wise, two really good ones. Are you getting with Jeremiah Smith? Are you getting with the little talked about Mylon Graham? I'm getting with Jeremiah Smith. I really like Mylon Graham. Now, once Jeremiah, if Jeremiah Smith flips to Miami, I'll, I'll change my tune. I'm kidding. No, but um, both young man, men that are – have earned their their five stars. I mean, you just watch the film. Both those guys are legit. Um, it's splitting hairs to a degree, but I'll give Jeremiah Smith the edge. I mean, he's he's bigger. He's a freak of nature as far as an athlete. He's six foot three, whereas Graham's still, you know a few inches smaller. Give me Jeremiah Smith, but I, I love both of them. Yeah, anybody I talk to that knows about this stuff loves Jeremiah Smith. Says he's can't miss. Any of the highlights you see, it obviously seems like this guy is the real deal. I think Mylon Graham's going to be really good here, too, though, uh, You know, if he stays here and learns under uh, Brian Hartline. But uh, i got to go with Jeremiah Smith as well. I can feel like I'm too close to the fire here. Like, I'd love to hear from like an unbiased person. Cause I feel like if you're – I know he's from – South Florida, but like if you pick Miami over Ohio State and you're a wide receiver, and let's say the NIL money is at least, you know, same ballpark. It's not like that's not the deciding factor. If you pick Miami over Ohio State in this time when what Brian Hartline's doing, when you look at like Chris Olave and Garrett Wilson, Jackson Smith and Jigba, Marvin Harrison Jr., and you look at Ohio State's records compared to Miami, if you're a wide receiver and you pick Miami over Ohio State, Man, I got to wonder if your head's in the right place. And everybody said when it came down to those final two minutes, when he was choosing between Miami and Ohio State there at 1220 or 1230, whatever it was today, everybody said it was Ohio State's consistency of putting receivers in the NFL in the first round of the draft is why he picked the Buckeyes and why he stayed committed all this time. Yeah, it's crazy. All right. Next one. I know you really like Lincoln Keenholz. I do too. I, do. I like him a lot. I also like Aaron Noland. Eventually, eventually, if, if if it's one of the two, let's say Devin Brown balls out, maybe he goes pro early, whatever, or he doesn't do good at all, whatever the fact. Let's take Devin Brown out of the equation. And look a couple years down the road, it's between one of those two. Are you getting with Aaron Noland, or are you getting with Lincoln Keenholz? So Ryan, well, and I guess you're supposed to go first. I tried to jump the gun. Oh, on see, you. I always I always forget. Um, I'm going with. 
Oh, it's so tough. I'm going with Air Nolan, and the, the tiebreaker for me is level of competition. I'm playing in, in Georgia as opposed to Lincoln Keenholz playing in South Dakota. But Lincoln Keenholz, I tell you what, he wasn't just a three-sport athlete. He was a superstar in all three sports. Football, obviously, basketball, and baseball. Superstar, like best player in the state in all three sports. Like this kid, I love him. But give me Aaron Oland. Who you got? So Ryan Day said something very interesting in his press conference today when talking about Aaron Oland. He talked about all the things that Aaron Nolan is athletically, which we know about, but he also said he's going to be a future leader of this team. And I thought that was very interesting because, you know, Kyle McCord, maybe not the greatest leader. And Ryan Day wants that in his quarterbacks. Everyone seems to say that Devin Brown and Lincoln Keenholz both have that ability to too. I'm going to stick with Lincoln Keenholz because of what you said. Sure, the competition may be not that great, but you don't become USA Today player, high school athlete of the year without being super good and dominant in all those sports. And again, I just put so much stock into that. I feel like there's a sports sense that you can't teach, and guys that can do that at a high level, I really like those guys. So I'm sticking with Lincoln Keenholz. So Keynotes is probably, we'll go to you real quick. Keynotes is probably one of those guys that's like never played tennis or pick a sport that he's never played. If he picked it up for like a week, he'd be out there dominating yeah. like intramurals. You know, they, he's that type of kid. Go Pick ahead. up a golf club the first that's, time and hit it 300 right down the middle, him, you yeah. know. Yeah. So Ohio State got some pretty big time linemen in this class this, uh, this today. And two of them are twins. Deontay oh, and Devontae Armstrong, who played for St. Ed's, have won three straight state championships in the state of Ohio. So which one are you getting with? Are you getting Deontay, the <laughs> offensive tackle, or are you getting with Devontae, the offensive guard? Oh, goodness gracious. I wish you would have asked me, am I getting with the Armstrong brothers, either one of them, or uh, their high school teammate, Ben Roebuck, who was going to Michigan. What By an offensive way, line. That's St. Ed's offensive line. Their smallest offensive lineman was 275 pounds. Like They were like for 300 across the board except for one guy peewee 300 or 275 pound guy okay so um Devontae is ranked just a little bit ahead of Deontay so I'm give me Devontae over Deontay I, I can't even they, they're identical twins they look exactly alike obviously they're built the exact same way they're they're they've both of those guys have a high ceiling in my opinion they haven't been playing football that long they grew up they're playing a lot of basketball both coming off good years. Give me Devontae over Deontay, I guess. But definitely give me the Armstrong twins over very slow Ben Roebuck. I'm going to go opposite here with you. I think Deontay, who was the offensive tackle, is a little bit better than Devontae, the guard. I think he's a little more athletic. I think he has a little more upside. So I'm going to go Deontay for the my Armstrong brother. Up next, we're going to talk some Bengals, maybe some Blue Jackets. We'll see. That's coming up next on The Money. More of Hollywood Casinos on the money. On the money. Presented by Ohio for Responsible Gambling. Coming up on ONN. I don't know what I want to do. I'm just not sure that college is right for me. Have you considered a career in dental assisting? I love my job as a dental assistant. I have flexible work hours, the money is good, and I get to work in a professional, people-oriented dental office. What I really love about my job is knowing that I give people a healthy smile. For more information about becoming a dental assistant, contact your high school guidance counselor. Or if you are no longer in school, talk to a dentist in your community or visit ODA.org. This message is brought to you by the members of the Ohio Dental Association. And now, Public Education Matters with Ohio Education Association President Scott DeMauro. 
No matter where they're from, what they look like, how much money their families make, or who they or their parents love, every student in Ohio deserves a world-class education that prepares them for the future. We must stand together and stand up for an honest education that empowers students to be strong leaders we need for tomorrow. Public Education Matters, brought to you by the Ohio Education Association. Getting a live Christmas tree to plant after the holidays? Well, here are some tips. In the house, keep it away from heat sources that could wake it up out of dormancy. You don't want that. Dig your hole now before the ground freezes. Or if you plan to wait till spring, you need to protect roots from extreme cold with mulch or straw. And move it from the warm house to an unheated area like a garage temporarily to make the transition outside more gentle. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year from the Ohio chapter of the International Society of Arboriculture at treesforohio.org. That's trees, the number four, ohio.org. Do you have foot pain? Foot pain is not normal regardless of your age or job. Podiatric physicians are the most qualified doctors to care for your feet and can provide important foot care solutions or shoe inserts to better manage foot pain. Ohio Foot and Ankle Medical Association podiatric physicians are located throughout the state and are dedicated to providing the highest quality foot and ankle care. We've been serving the profession and the public for over 100 years. To find a member of the Ohio Foot and Ankle Medical Association near you, visit associationsadvanceohio.com. The ONN Daily Podcast. Get a recap of all the day's news from across the state. Our one affiliate WBNS-TV in Columbus has more. Haley Kirby reporting in downtown Toledo. From the State House. Kevin Landers. ONN Canton. ONN affiliate WKYC-TV in Cleveland explains. In Marietta, Brett Wharf, ONN News. Emma Henderson in Genoa. The ONN Daily Podcast. Listen at onnradio.com or wherever you download your favorite podcasts from the Ohio News Network. Do you or any of your family members, neighbors, or friends own a property that you just want to be done with it? If so, call TurboTrack Realty today for an all-cash offer at 614-470-2000. 614-470-2000. Would it be convenient for you to take what you wanted and leave the rest behind? Great, I'll buy it. Call 614-470-2000. That's 614-470-2000. Ohio's sports destination. Now back to Hollywood Casinos on the money. On the money. Presented by Ohio for responsible gambling. From ONN. Welcome back to On the Money. Appreciate you guys riding with us this evening. Final segment of the show. I am Dave Biddle, joined by Ryan Baker. Bake, uh, <laughs> the Blue Jackets out there scoring nine goals last night. I'm, I'm here for it. I love it. They've been playing, I mean... They had the game where they were up 5 nothing. then it came back. It was tied 5 all. We're like, here we go. But they won that one 6-5. to five. And then winning yesterday, 9-4. to four. I'm loving it. Yeah, it was pretty fun last night. You sent me some texts like, game over, let's go. <laughs> and I said, hold on a second. There was a 5-0 game. And you're like, yeah, some of us believe in this team. <laughs> and when, when Buffalo scored those two goals to make it 7-4, it took every ounce in my being not to text back to you. <laughs> Because I was going to be the bigger person in all of this and just hoping then the Jackets scored right away to uh, answer them there. Man, this Russian three yes. of Marchenko, Voronkov, and Chenikov, 21 points in the last seven games for these guys. They have been on fire. It's frustrating with a Jackets fan because of some of the signings, the big money signings, and the expectations that have put on this team by management. Um, but man, 
the pieces you can see these young guys hopefully they can grow together and people can stay out of their way and just let them grow be patient with these guys put them in situations even if they're not ready for them so they can be ready for them in the next couple years i think fantilli is a future captain and a future star in this league. I've always loved Karel Marchenko. He's like a dog on a bone with that puck because he <laughs> wants to score. He's not like Patrick Laine. You can tell Marchenko wants to score all the time. Those Russians are having fun. And uh, this is, it's going to be a frustrating team to watch, but this is going to be a fun team to watch the rest of the way. Yeah, and you mentioned Fantilli. I love it. I mean, you know, not that he's putting up crazy stats, but for a 19-year-old rookie, nine goals, 10 assists and just the way he looks out there. I mean, number three pick. I know people were bummed that the Blue Jackets didn't get the number one pick, didn't get Connor Bedard. Let me ask you, Ryan, though, is is Adam Fantilli, is Fantilli clearly the second best rookie in the NHL behind Bedard? I think he is. I mean, you could make some arguments that Luke Hughes, the defenseman for New Jersey, is, but he was drafted in last year's class. Obviously, his brother Jack and his brother Quinn are uh, both great all-star caliber NHL level as well. Leo Carlson, the other one, you know, he's playing in uh, Anaheim. And Anaheim, that was the pick. They took him number two. Kind of shocking a lot of people. Thank you. Um, Leo Carlson's good. I don't know if he's as good as Fantilli. They're also sheltering him a lot. They're not playing him every game and whatnot. I mean, man, if you're a Jackets fan, Fantilli falling into your lap. Uh, that was that was that was really good. They're really great. You know, if you couldn't get Bedard, that's the guy you wanted, and they got him. Feels like a lot of years. Fantilli could have been the number one overall pick for sure. You know what's funny too, Dave? After last night, the Jackets are second in the league in five on five goals. I think Vancouver's number one with eighty five. The Jackets have seventy nine. They're second in the league. So the offense we've been getting from this team is definitely not the problem. Let's keep it going. Just make this season interesting. We need the young guys to just progress. You know, not just Fantilli, but like Kent Johnson, all the young guys, have them get better, make things interesting. Then maybe next year they can make a playoff run. We shall see. Real quick with the Bengals. First of all, I love these Saturday games in the NFL. Bengals with another Saturday game at the Steelers, 430 on Saturday. Mason (laughs) Bengals favored at the Steelers. It's just when I see that, I'm like, that can't be right. But like, I mean... You got, you got the Jake Browning versus Mason Rudolph. I don't know, man. I'll probably stay away from this. What are your thoughts on the uh, betting situation with the Bengals being favored by two? I mean, I never like betting against the Steelers, but I don't know how the Steelers do this, especially if Jake Browning can keep being the Jake Browning we've seen the past couple weeks. It's been crazy. Now Jamar Chase is banged up. We'll see DJ Reader's out for the year, so Bengals are hurting a little bit. That is our show for this evening. Thank you very much for joining us. For Ryan Baker, I am Dave Biddle. This has been On the Money.